brand new banger. Banger. You're jamming with the hottest disc jockey. Disc jockey. Exclusive hot new mix. Let's go. 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 Hey, Podfix Nation. It is Christopher DeVos, and this is your Podfix mixtape for August of 2020. So, it's been about a month. How you guys doing? You hanging in there? Everything going okay? Are you getting stir-crazy? Or have you been leaving the house more? Well, regardless of whether you're stuck in the house or you're able to leave the house, take us with you podfixnetwork.com we've got tons of great shows including a new one Planthropology which uh, if you go to the website and it's not there it'll be there real soon I'm not sure when this is being released as opposed to when the website's being updated but keep your eye out for that and uh, we're going to start off with the Headline Heroes now the Headline Heroes normally their podcast is uh, where they take a really weird headline and then they create a superhero or a supervillain origin story based on the headline. They gave me two submissions to pick from for this week to play for the mixtape. And one was a regular fine submission and the other one just put a knife right through my heart of hearts and, and then twisted it and turned it and popped it out, stuck it on a skillet, and then cooked it up and then fed it to the dog. So we're going to play that one. This is the Headline Heroes. Hello and welcome to issue number 132 of Headline Heroes, a comedy podcast where we take today's headlines, create a comic book origin story. My name is Dramic. I'm Nathan Haynes. And I'm Tanner Ackerman. Tanner, you uh, you fucking blew it. I cannot believe, like, you were riding such a high wave last week, and you go around and can you please tell everyone what you have done? And, and, and tell, tell me honest, tell me true. Was this in the moment? Were you doing this while we were recording last week? No, 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 it wasn't. So this is actually. Like there's like a backstory kind of. Oh great! So I think um, I think it was from you. <laughs> um, is this Nate? I don't even fucking know. If it's Nate, no, Nate so this, I'm gonna be so mad. <laughs> it was. It was Nate helped. <laughs> <laughs> I was present. So, so this for the listeners just to get like a real quick backstory. Drew hates Funko Pops. I don't know if we've ever really talked about it on the podcast I, before, have we? Can can I I really don't like them. I don't think any of us really particularly enjoy them, right? No, like I have. So I th- I think they have an appeal in the sense that like, well, you can get like a little figure for anything you're into. So it's kind of cool yeah. for people who like something super niche. Yeah. Um. But like, I have two at my work desk. I have one that's the Flash and one that's a Teen Wolf, um, the '80s movie. Uh. And I never need another Funko Pop again ever. But uh, Drew, you seem to like really hate them. I just don't <laughs> enjoy them. I don't know. I have I Nate, have two somewhere. I don't know. Someone gave Nate, them to what's me. What's your opinion on them? Uh, I think they're fine. I have a couple of them, but like I do think that people go kind of hog wild. And I think one of the things that we really hate that I can identify with is 
it seems like when pop culture subreddits seem to like slow down and die, you get a lot of posts of people just like posting Funko pops of that fandom. And that's about the point where I'm like, well, I guess this subreddit's dead. I'm just going to go. I'm just going to yeah, head out. That point. That's true. <laughs> hey guys, I made that scene from Endgame. <laughs> so great. <laughs> so, uh, flash forward to, or backward actually to, it was like middle of December. I, I text Nate and I said, Hey, what do you think would be the most annoying possible? Wait, Funko this to get was middle Christmas? of December. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so Nate suggested, um, like a custom Funko, actually one that was of you. Okay. That, all right. Which I, I love that idea. And we we're like, well, can we even do that? And, uh, we ended up finding like a link on Funko's website of how to, like uh create one it like shows you like yeah. an icon thing or whatever and real quick i whipped one together from memory and it was pretty nate said it was pretty good of you and i was like i'll figure it out yeah later. do you want to see it i have it right here oh what oh, yeah i would love to see it, it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah that's pretty good <laughs> <laughs> we'll tweet that out yeah. uh i gotta so uh they was like well let me know how much it is i'll split it with you because it's like a funny gift well then like a week or two later i looked into it and I'm like that's literally just to make an avatar on the funko pop website for your account it's like not actually to create one which was pretty a pretty big bummer and i actually looked at like people on etsy do make them but they charge like a hundred bucks i'm like that's that's not worth a bit um so then nate and i were talking about someone else to get you and they started like suggesting maybe something you actually liked i forget what you said nate but you, you were kind of uh, like i suggested maybe the mandal something from the mandalorian that's right. only because like maybe we could get you to keep it i would have honestly been shocked if you had found is mandalorian funko pops already out i think so mm, i think so yeah okay um, if, if i got a baby so- yoda funko pop yeah <laughs> So I, uh, I, while Nate was saying that, like I sent him a picture of the, um, the one we sent you and Nate was like, Oh, forget all that stupid shit. I said, that one's perfect. Yeah. Okay. For, for up until this point, everything you said has been fucking great. And I wish you had given me that instead you settled on this. <laughs> and do you want me to say what it is or, or are you going to say it? Uh, no, you go ahead. <laughs> um, it's a, uh, it's a Funko pop of. At first, it says, I think it says Bob Ross, and then it's like, no, it says Deadpool, but as Bob Ross. So it's Deadpool dressed up as Bob (laughs) Ross. And not only do I hate Funko Pop, but I, I, uh, I I can't even begin to explain why I hate this. It's just, I don't, I don't dis, I don't dislike uh, Deadpool. I think the movies are fun. I think they're great. I just hate the fucking culture around it where it's just like, wouldn't it be so random and phony if Deadpool did this and appeared in this? I... <sighs> Nate, you, you, you agree with me. And you... Yeah, no, absolutely. There's, there's like a, a weird contingent of Marvel fans who seem really obsessed with getting Deadpool into the MCU yeah. and like getting him to replace the Stan Lee cameos yeah. with Deadpool cameos. And, uh, it's just a lot. I'm, and it's just a no, lot. I, we're we're all on the same page on that. We find that shit. Super, so you found super the most annoying. offensive thing. Literally a war crime um, that you gave me this. I, and I think what I said was the most infuriating thing about this is is that they they had the idea to even do this, and that we have our Funko Pop merchandise, but now we can double it because Deadpool can be all of them. <laughs> And you really like Bob Ross. I right? love Bob yeah. Ross. If you had given like, me. Because, like, if it was us giving you a, or Tanner rather giving you a Funko Pop of Deadpool as, I, I, I don't know, like, 
at some random person, like random celebrity that you don't really care about, you would have maybe just gotten rid of it. Yeah. Maybe, I don't know. You might get rid of this one too, but this yeah. I don't know. Like someone you actually like. Yeah. And that's maybe most infuriating. It's just like, it's just out of, out of reach. Loving it. It's just, it's just right there, but <laughs> so I can't close. reach it. So last week you're like, Tanner, you know, don't mess it up. It's going to be, you, you know, you're, you're you literally it. already do it. fucked it I, up. I just sent him a message that just said, lol. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Literally while you were said, saying that, he sent me a message and like, it was really hard not to laugh <laughs> while you were saying all that. Oh my God. I'm going to have to re-listen and, and hear it. Um, I'm just glad it came yeah, within pretty pissed about uh, it. a week's time. So that way yeah. we could talk about it. I got it on uh, this weekend, I think Saturday. Um, Nate, did you want to talk about the update to last week's story? Your update to last story? Oh, that's right. Yeah. Um. Well, uh, I got it right here on my desk. I, I actually sound looks like Saint Saint Nicholas heard my prayers. <laughs> oh, for uh, my own sign. <laughs> Because I sent Drew that live, laugh, love sign. And weirdly in the mail, I also got a sign. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one says, ASAP, always stop and pray. Which <laughs> is just so bad. <laughs> <laughs> it's so dumb. Like, <laughs> I, I genuinely love it because it's so dumb. It's so bad. Um, no, I'm not saying um, I got you that. But if I did... Um, I would have actually spotted it at Cracker Barrel first. Yes. <laughs> I have received that information via my contacts, my back channels. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of scary how much you and my girlfriend are getting along. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, no, I went, I went to Cracker Barrel because, uh, surprise, my parents were like, hey, we're here. And I was like, okay. So we went Wait, to Cracker Barrel. Oh, yeah. I went to Cracker Barrel last Sunday. But I knew you went to Cracker Barrel, but your parents were in town? Yeah, my parents. Why? My, they, okay, it's boring okay, story. Well, we'll cut this, but... Uh, my uncle lives in St. Cloud, and it's like two hours to Cracker Barrel and three hours for my parents. They need to beat up and get a boat engine. So I was like, thanks for telling me. I, I don't know if you know this. Live close to there. Uh, you could have told me this. So we, Lexi and I went and met with my parents, and Lexi met my uncle. So that's why that was that. So yeah, we were at Cracker Barrel. And I saw it, but it was like really expensive so lexi didn't let me get it so wise wisely i immediately got went home and found it on amazon sent it right your way yeah i appreciate that Mm -hmm. if i had done it if you had done it yeah that's the other thing is uh we (laughs) i have i would have done this anyway but i kind of have to keep it in my office Mm -hmm. because like otherwise it sort of sends a weird message like my general vibe is not one who has an always stop and pray (laughs) sign uh so it has to sort of be hidden away at my personal space so that people aren't like ah i see you're very into prayer and what all yeah or or people will walk in there and be like oh it's really into it I think once you get that deck, it just goes right out there. Yeah, it's going right out there. It's going to be uh, Cracker Barrel chic out there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, your deck is going to be the inside gift shop of a Cracker Barrel. <laughs> <laughs> just a fucking cluttered mess of whatever. So so I'm learning today, actually. I, I am today years old when I realized that I didn't know you could buy shit at Cracker Barrel. What? Really? I don't go to. I've ne- no. I think I went to a Cracker Barrel once when I was young. So but yeah, it's not since then. I, I think I've yeah. only ever been to the the one Lake uh, uh, Cracker Barrel. It's in like Lakeville or something. 
Ever. So you can just like you walk a, in and you are in the like gift shop immediately, and you you uh, put in for a table right there. Like you wait for uh, your table in the gift shop. It's kind of a yeah, smart move. It's like the waiting area. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. Well, who knew? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm gonna have to go get. I'm gonna have to go check that out with your parents. Um. <laughs> yeah, and they always had the same shit. Anyway, so uh, I think guys, can we? I don't know. I feel like I, I deep down I um, owe Tanner a gift of some sort, but <laughs> I'll just hold on to go. that. But can, like d- Nate, I think we're squared up. We're even. Like we're good. Yeah, we're, we're good. good. We're good for this. Year. <laughs> All right, um, Tanner. I don't know. I did buy you, although this is useful. Although you probably don't use it, a actual cup holder for your mower. But that was that was a you did gift. Yeah, I I, it works with a, a drink that has a cap on it. Yeah, okay. Just put your uh, beer in a sippy cup. I mean, they made those aluminum pines. It's good. I found ways to get drunk while mowing. Are you kidding me? (laughs) A man of culture. (laughs) So, I get the submission from Headline Heroes, and I'm like, I get it. Everybody has different things, and they probably don't know I'm a big collector, but if you listen to my show or know me personally, or even have been to the Podcast 42 studios, you know there's just pops everywhere. So I'm like, I, I, I sent him over a messenger. I said, hey, just want to thank you guys for the Headline hero submission for August. Uh, really good stuff. You know, because the podcasts take time out of their day, and they give me clips, and they send it to me, and then I put it together. And it's a whole process, so... You know, when a show does that, I, I do appreciate the time they take. And then I, I, I show them a picture of just one wall in the studio. Now, there's, of course, four walls because, you know, it's a square and not a triangle studio, which I hear is quite popular in other parts of the world. But I do the square. I do the traditional square studio. Uh, I was thinking about doing an octagon studio, but, but never mind. So I send them a picture and it's 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 covered in pops. I send it to uh, Drew, Nathan, and Tanner, who do the Headline Heroes. And uh, they send me back a thumbs up. And I'm like, huh, that's not the response I wanted. So I sent them uh, a gif of a little kid smacking his head. And I say, ha ha. And then uh, Drew responds. He jumps on and says, uh, oh boy. And then he says, give me a second. And I'll find my unboxed pop that he talked about. He says he's got to keep it mint. I said, oh, and I'm thinking, oh, okay, well, that's cool. Well, maybe they, you know, maybe they changed their mind about the Funko Pops. And I say, well, I, you know, I'm just to make myself more human because Funko collectors can uh, not seem like all there. But I want them to know that my love for Funko doesn't make me crazy. So I said, well... I take them out of the box. I'm probably one of the few collectors that takes them out of the box. I take them out of the box and I put them in baseball bat cases to display them because I'm probably never going to sell them. And you can, there's so much detail on them that the collectors that keep them in the box, you're kind of, you're kind of missing out on a bunch of stuff, but whatever. So, uh, I get a message back that Drew is a bit of a purist and I'm like, okay, well that's, that's fine. So I'm waiting, I'm waiting, I'm waiting. And uh, they send a video walking through the house. And in the video, they open the door. 
and it's the closet. And then shoved all the way in the back of the closet is this poor pop on his side, in the dark, in the box, lonely. And I just, I want to go rescue it now. I want to rescue the pop. I want to bring it back to the studio, which is still a square, and give it a proper home. But our next podcast is Varmints, hosted by Paul and Donna. And Paul also collects pops, and he also takes them out of the box. Although I don't think he is as big a collector as I am. He seems to collect just the ones he wants, which I applaud the willpower on that because that's hard. That's hard to just not snatch them all, but more power to them. So this is from Varmints, and this is, uh, they are podcasts that talk about animals, all sorts of animals from the creepy crawly bugs all the way up to the giant elephants and everything in between. Uh, This episode they're talking about bats. And they have a little segment on the show that says, would you eat it? Where they discuss if they would eat this particular item or they wouldn't eat this particular item. Pretty self-explanatory by the title, I know, but I explained it anyway. Because, you know, mansplaining. And so Donna and Paul are discussing whether or not they would eat a bat. This is Varmints. <laughs> All right, we got to do this part of the show. I don't want to, but here we go. Oh, yeah. Would you eat it in a box? Would you eat it with a fox? Would you eat the fox? Would you eat it? <laughs> Pretty safe to say that with all the viruses and all the little cooties that are living in bugs or bats that uh probably not going to eat a bat. No, I, I wouldn't eat a bat even if they were super clean bill of health. No, I mean, if, if scientists discovered an edible bat... They said, here you go. bat? <laughs> yeah, they, here you go, humans. You can eat this bat, well, and nothing it, will happen to you. If it was made of chocolate, sure. But sure. that's not the edible bat you mean. Um, yeah, I don't want to eat anything that eats bugs. Because no. I think of the bugs. Then again, I do eat chicken, and chickens eat bugs. But probably not the ones who are, you know, in the grocery stores. Yeah. Yeah, but but bats, no, plus, you know, they're too cute to eat, and I bet they're kind of stringy. I bet they're nothing but just muscle, little bitty muscles. So probably not a lot of eating on a bat, and they eat really gross things, so you don't want to eat the things that eat the gross things. No. Yeah, Yeah. I don't. There's a lot of nose. Yeah. There's a lot of nose all the way around here. Yeah. (laughs) Plus, they're all endangered, and we do not want to encourage people to eat endangered animals. No, don't eat endangered things. No, that's bad. Even if their wings look like fruit roll-ups, don't eat them. Oh, well, see, yeah, you can make your own bat out of fruit roll-ups. Just, you know, get a little bit of clean scissors and just cut out a bat shape, and then (laughs) there's your edible bat. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) Done and dusted. All right, I I, I promise I'm not going to dwell on this pop. Funko Pop thing for each segment, but I just I wanna I wanna put this out there for all the people who generally hate on these things because they they are everywhere. That Walmart, Target, you know, CVS has them. They're just Seven Eleven sometimes have them. They're just they're everywhere. You see them everywhere. But here is a couple reasons why you may want to start collecting them or at least not hating them so much. One, 
this is the biggest draw, I think, to people who kind of like to get into it. It's it's the price. They are affordable. You, The standard size ones, the ones that you see everywhere, are generally between $5 to $15. Average being around, I'd probably say, 10 to $12 at most places. A lot of places sell, like, buy two, get one free, which makes them even more affordable. Now, there's other sizes. There's really tiny ones, and there's, like, some that are just a little bit bigger than those standard size, and then there's a big standard size, and then a huge one. And those are all different prices. I think, like, the standard big ones are around $30. But once again, there's tons of sales, tons of deals, uh, tons of places to find them. So, you know, I buy them for my youngest daughter. She likes them because it's a collectible and it's affordable. Uh, the second reason is that they're easy to display. Whether you take them in the box or you take them out of the box, excuse me, or you keep them in the box. Either way, they don't take up much room unless you have 50 million like I do. And, you know, really, they can go in any decor. Uh, another draw to why people like these is they make a lot of properties that are hard for people to find, uh, especially animes. They do a lot of anime work. So if you're a big fan of a certain anime and you want something from that anime to display, probably not going to find it in anything but a pop. So that's really appealing. They do a lot of, uh, like lesser known DC characters, lesser known Marvel characters, they cover the entire Star Wars universe. They do video game characters. They do TV shows, uh, famous movies, not so famous movies. So there's a lot of pop culture references out there that this company covers. And that's really nice. Uh, for such a low price, they are pretty detailed, as I was talking about earlier. There's a lot of, uh, they're not cheap looking. They do put effort into making these things look and represent who they're supposed to be, but yet keep an iconic, classic, Funko Pop-looking style. Very hard to pull off. If you are looking for to collect them, to sell them, good or bad, it kind of works like the stock market. You could buy a certain Funko Pop, and you get it home, and you look up the price, and you're like, oh my gosh, I paid $15 for this, and right now it's going for $60. And then if you don't sell it that day, maybe it's only going for $30. And it might drop to $2. Or it might skyrocket to over $200. It's, you know, I, I'm not into the, I'm going to buy this to sell it. I keep all of mine. But I do like to look at the resale values and see, you know, it's kind of fun to say, oh my gosh, I, I found this in the back of a Walmart. Nobody wanted it. And I got home and people are buying this sucker for like 50 bucks. The uh, community surrounding the Funko Pops is huge. I mean, there's Facebook groups and pages and websites and Instagram sites that are dedicated to finding, collecting, um, how to display them, you know, how to, how to even make them. Like, there's people out there who make their own Funko Pops just for themselves because they hadn't found, which is hard to believe, but they hadn't found something in their fandom and they take a 3D printer and they make their own. But there's just so much out there. And then my favorite part is the hunt. That's really right. I started collecting them in the first place. I uh, wanted to collect like lesser known Star Wars characters. 
in these and I was that's all I was gonna do is I was gonna find you know the Star Wars characters that you've seen on the screen but you don't know their names and then it kind of grew from there but you know like my wife is well you can just some of them that you're looking for you just order off of Amazon just get off of Amazon but that's not like why I, I want it I want to go to books a million and see if they have it or I want to go to a comic book convention and see if they have it and that's kind of really the joy of of finding that character that you couldn't find anywhere else and, and now you have it in your collection so there you go headline heroes that's my reasoning for it now our next podcast i'm not sure if they like funko pops or not they i don't think i've ever seen anybody on the podcast express any interest one way or the other and that's uh the podcast of this week today and that's hosted by chris and adam although i think adam is into metal music i'm not 100 percent sure but i think he is and he'd be pleased to know that Funko does a lot of heavy metal bands. I've seen Def Leppard. I've seen Kiss. I've seen uh, um, Iggy Pop. Uh, all sorts of all sorts of musical acts. So, and if, if you're not into heavy metal, Adam, I apologize. I mean, he may be a country guy. I don't know. I'm sure they have country music pops. Anyway, so it's this week today, and basically the concept of this podcast is they take a week in history back before this current week we're in now and they tell you some events that happened in that week like it might have been ice cream week or it might have been dressed like a bumblebee week I, I don't know all the weeks that happened in the past but they do and then they they tell you different um stories and sports stuff and uh, human interest things that might pique your curiosity but it's all it's it's like from the past so you you can experience some of it today but most of it has already been experienced by other people the show is a lot better than what I'm saying so just take a listen this week today now Adam Unfortunately, we don't have time to get to our next story. Okay, so bad news with more bad news. We don't have time for another headline. Yes, sorry, listeners. We don't have time for this next headline, but I will read it. Man asks judges leave for sword battle with ex-wife and her attorney. I'm sure that he granted it immediately. (laughs) Well, there's no way to know. We don't have time to discuss the story. (laughs) I mean, I have so many questions. Is it a sword battle with his ex-wife and the attorney? Or just like, is the attorney watching... Is he selling concessions? Like, what is happening there? I don't know. But, Adam, you and I will make a commitment to the listener. We will make every possible effort to get to this in a future episode. Every single effort, man. Adam, why don't we take a quick break and hear from one of our new promotional partners. Let's do it. When we return, we wrap up today's show. And before that, birthdays. Right after this.
Goes to Columbo, dude. I love that. <laughs> yeah, you love Columbo. Dude, Peter Falk, man. Yeah. As long as I've known you, you've been a huge fan of Peter Falk. Well, yeah, and, and if I ever was friends with Peter Falk and ever like if he did something that I was pissed off at, I'm like, come on, bro, what the fuck, man? <laughs> you know? <laughs> and then if he ever messed anything up, I'd be like, bro, it's all your fault, dude. <laughs> <laughs> And then if I was trying to leave and he was holding me up, like, dude, stop fucking around. Let's go. <laughs> you got any more? <laughs> Give me a minute. I'll think of some. <laughs> if he walked in, <laughs> if he walked in on him and your wife, like, dude, are you fucking my wife? <laughs> Come on, do one more. <laughs> Let's see. Yeah, you know how Abraham Lincoln died? It was a tripping fault. <laughs> <laughs> wow, what a string of Peter Falk jokes. <laughs> Nicely done. See, you, you 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 can't just go anywhere for this kind of Falk improv. <laughs> <laughs> I might make a Falk accusation. <laughs> All right, that's it. I'm done. <laughs> I mean, you can go somewhere else, but you're going to pay extra. You get it here for free. <laughs> It's complimentary fault comedy. I think it's my new favorite thing ever. <laughs> <laughs> and that, ladies and gentlemen, is why we love Peter Falk. <laughs> I couldn't help it. It's all your fault. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Alanis. <laughs> all right. Well, welcome back to the show, everyone. For more information about the Ghost of Columbo, feel free to check out Weird With You. It's surprisingly informative and can be found anywhere you listen to podcasts. I promised I wasn't going to keep rambling on about Funko Pops, but the next show, Pop-Up Film Cast, is talking about Sports Illustrated. And so it kind of made me remember that Funko also does all the sports teams, hockey, NASCAR, baseball, football, uh, badminton, curling, uh, bocce, chess, you know, all the big people from those sports. You could probably find a Funko person made of them but i I promise so i just i'm not a sports guy i'm one of the few guys 
that's not a sports guy. I'll watch some hockey, even though I'm a Floridian. I didn't grow up as a Floridian. I grew up as an Ohioan. But, you know, it's um, and it's not just because, it's not because they beat each other up. But it's interesting. I, I like the hockey. I just, I can't get into the other sports. I don't know why. It's just, I don't know. They all, they all take, ver- they take a long time. I think that's the problem is that there's a lot of stuff happening in these sports and uh, really it just boils down to the last couple minutes. And I think I once cooked a whole Thanksgiving dinner in what was considered the last five minutes of a football game, but yet I was able to cook a turkey and all the sides and they were still trying to figure out like the last 30 seconds of the game. And I had, you know, dinner on the table, and everyone's waiting for this final score, which was, you know, probably 206 to negative 12. I don't remember the score. That's probably, probably not right. I don't know if you can do negatives in football. Anyway, that's not important, what I watch. Uh, Pop-up Filmcast, which, and I, I said I wasn't going to bring it back up, but just their logo is very popped influence Funko popped influence just just throwing it out there so this segment from pop-up filmcast now pop-up filmcast that's what you got uh, they have a film festival they have a fictional film festival Keith gets a box of mysterious films he and Derek the other host watch one film they invite somebody (laughs) onto the show to watch the other film and then they discuss all three films uh, which one? Uh, which one is that? It's an improv film festival. It's a lot of fun. I got to do one show. I'm hoping to go like back on again. I was invited, no, but the schedule didn't work out. So uh, we'll see. Um, anyway, <laughs> so in this segment, they're talking about Derek getting Sports Illustrated as a kid and having to eat a bunch of cereal to save up. Where you, you know, you cut off the box tops. Uh, stick them in an envelope, like the envelope, uh, stick them in the mail, them. Still, and then, like, I haven't eaten them much like how Wish, the company they, Wish works, one, like, maybe like, six months later, you get the item that you've actually digested all that uh, fiber yeah, for. Like this is the pop-up film uh, cast. Back when, you know, magazines meant something, and Sports Illustrated was every week I could get, you know, baseball and the swimsuit issue and all that stuff, you know. Um, that was like my achievement. Like I remember, my, my mom was like weirdly proud of me for eating six boxes of cereal. <laughs> did you have to? Uh, did you have to time your cereal eating right so you could so your issues would fall within the swimsuit? Uh... <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> yeah, you know, I was uh, just on the the cusp of uh, understanding, you know, a, a love of swimsuit issues. Uh, you know, like I was like maybe seventh grade, so it's just like yeah, uh, and uh, crack little bread. Yeah, my mom was proud of me for eating cereal and saving the box tops, and then he had All to right. wait like four to six weeks for the for it to start. You know, it's like oh mm-hmm. man, it took me months to eat all this cereal, and now I got to wait another four to six weeks. But I guess you know, good things come to those who wait. And I remember I got the swimsuit issue. There was probably at least one box that your mom like threw out. On accident before you got to take the mm. box top off, mm. and so you actually probably ate seven to get them. No, I think no, I think there was a, an understanding of, of how important this was mm-hmm. to me because I really wanted Sports Illustrated, and what had nothing to do with the swimsuit issue, but that was a nice plus. That was like frosting on the cake. Like I really wanted like that baseball coverage, that weekly baseball coverage. That was what I wanted. 
Yeah. Uh, so let's see. Um, so based on you know seventh grade. Okay, so that's like in the late eighties. Mm-hmm. So now that we're in twenty twenty, um, so it would have been the, well the late the late twenty tens uh, when we started this. Yeah, that the equivalent would then be six box tops of something that I sent in and forgot what it was. And a bottomless box of movies <laughs> yeah. showed up uh, at, in, at my house, and you know, things have been going this way ever since. Well, let, let, let's not just say six box tops of some random thing. What is something that you really truly enjoy that you would have had six box tops of? of hmm. Uh, ice cream. Sure. Oh, six Ben and Jerry's tops. You had to send in like six Americone Dreams uh, tops, mm. or, or, or well, I'm assuming. What's what's your flavor of choice there, Keith? Uh, I like like a peanut butter and chocolate type oh, sure. thing, you know. Mm-hmm. So and plus, also Ben and Jerry's only comes in the pints, and that's there's no way I'm just buying a pint of ice cream. I'm gonna. <laughs> I mean, I'm not eating like a whole quart in one sitting. I, oh, good. I'm not. I'm not young anymore. I can't do that. <laughs> yeah. Um. But, you know, yeah, so, like, I mean, like, you know, six quarts of ice cream over a certain amount of time. Yeah. And they probably had, they probably had some <laughs> yes. box stops. Boom. Uh, what, what's yeah. the Blue Bunny? Blue Bunny yeah. was probably the, uh, the sponsor of the Bunny. <laughs> yes. Send in six Blue Bunny half-gallon tops to get a, a bottomless box of movies sent yeah. to your door. Wow. I, I would actually... I'm I'm not particularly brand loyal with ice cream, but I don't buy Blue Bunny. But I would if that was the case. If I get a box of bottomless you know, box of endless I, movies. Okay, so I think secrets are being revealed here because you're you're jogging my memory now. Uh, so we started this in uh, we started this in October of 2017. Uh huh. And I remember it, we started because I was like, wow, this this box has been here since like March and I got to do something with it. I don't understand. I got, I got to find, I got to find something to do with it. And if I remember right, like the contest ended like December 31st of 2016. And I learned about it in like Thanksgiving, 2016. Mm-hmm. And so oh, I so put away crushed, I, six, yeah, six half gallons of blue bunny ice cream, sent it in on time, Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, and then it, it magically showed up. Hmm. <laughs> it, it's amazing how how we say that the post office is magical nowadays, but it is. They magically oh. delivered. They are. They are. So I'm thinking um, I might just forget the whole mixtape concept and maybe turn this into Funko Pop Talk podcast. That might be super interesting. You might be on board for that. Well, everybody except for the guys on Headline Heroes might be on board for that. And then we can sit and we can talk about Funko Pops and our favorite Pops and our least favorite Pops. You guys can call into the show. We can have a dialogue. We can talk about, you know, how we like to take pictures of them, what's the best lighting. And we can talk about, you know, when the family's gone how we put them around the table and pretend like they're the family so we're not just eating dinner by ourselves. I'm eating dinner with Voldemort and uh, Homer Simpson and uh, somebody from the Game of Thrones, which you can't, you can't really do that in real life. 
and I can't do that with the family here either. They have to be gone. So, you know, it has, it's, there's some ups and downs to it. Anyway, next month, we will do another mixtape. We'll do another mixtape. We'll wait, maybe we'll do the Funko Pop Talk, like a whole, we'll, we'll spin that off on a whole show on its own. We won't, we won't use the mixtape for that anymore. We'll, we'll make another Podfix show. Podfix presents Funko Pop starring everybody in the network except for the headline heroes. Okay, we'll, we'll make that a plan. We'll do that. So join us next month for another edition of the Podfix Mixtape. We'll get four more shows. We'll check them out together, and then we'll go to podfixnetwork.com and listen to all the other shows, and we'll make a big party, and we'll invite our friends, and everyone will be super cool and happy and entertained. And by the way, it's all free. All that is free for you. You don't have to pay a dime. Not a single dime. We do it just from the love of our hearts. So, see you next month. I'm Christopher DeVos. Stay fresh, cheese bags. This has been a transmission of the Podfix Network. For more about this show and other great Podfix programs, go to podfixnetwork.com.